This is the Blackout Podcast. Welcome to the Blackout Podcast, where I get to talk to amazing people doing amazing things. And today, I'm happy and super lucky to have the amazing Kylie and Tyler show up today. I remember reaching out to Tyler. I said, I want you to do my podcast. It's like, he's busy, busy, busy. And then we're planning like seven, eight weeks ago. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a pretty long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, your calendar is nuts. And yeah. then I remember as you're about to leave. I said, by the way... You know what would be cool if we had Kylie here? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I'll talk to her. I'll talk to her. Thanks for coming. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'd rather let you introduce yourself. Let's start with Tyler. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. I'm a public speaker. Um, I talk a lot about mental health. Um, a lot of the talks that I do is just inspirational, motivational, help people get through the things that they're going through. I myself, I talk a lot about how I experience depression and anxiety, and I talk about different ways that I cope with that. Um, and also, I'm a peer support worker at Langhouse. Um, that's on Barrington Street. It's for young adults between ages 16 and 29. And basically, what we do there is, it's like a big clubhouse for young people who have mental illness basically oh, wow. and um it's really good because it's no judgment everybody's dealing with something and right. we don't have to worry about being judged we don't have to worry about um people using those stereotypes on us when we go into Langhouse. um and it helps a lot of people yeah um <clears throat> so I do like meditation group there and um I have like a mindfulness room that I set up there for anyone if they want to like come meditate and just be in silence. Um and besides that I am a writer and I'm did I say filmmaker? No, you didn't. Yeah, I'm a filmmaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, so how? Um, I, you know, I've never actually so heard of. Stuff. Is it Lang Langhouse or Lion House? Langhouse. So like L A N G House. L A I N G. L A I N G House. Okay. Yeah. It, does it have a website? Like I've never heard yeah, it has of a this. website. Um, in the way that people can sign up to come, mm. um, we always want people to come in for tours, so they could pop in and say that they want a tour. Um, but you need a referral from a um, doctor. Oh, uh, and okay. Once the doctor refers you, then <clears throat> we decide if you're a good fit. To so, does the doctor have to refer me to Langhouse or just, you know, to get some? Um, you have to have a diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. It, you can self-refer, um, but we make it clear that you have to have a diagnosis because mm. we don't want people coming in yeah, and just not having one and then I don't know I feel like it would be way too many people coming in and just using our resources when yeah. there are people who actually need them okay how long have you been there? I've been there for like three years okay three and a half years now wow yeah 
And Kylie, tell us a bit about you. I have a much shorter self-description. <laughs> <laughs> Most people do. Most people do. Mine's too long. Mine's too long. But you are a public speaker, so yeah. you are used to saying that. Yeah, that's cool. true. <laughs> um, I am a photographer. Um, I freelance in Halifax. I've been doing that for about two and a half, three years professionally. Um, but I've been taking photographs since I was a teenager. Mm. Uh, I am from Cape Breton Island. I moved here to study photography back in 2008. Um, uh, no, I went to NSCC actually oh, okay. to do their digital photography program. Uh, when I graduated, I wasn't prepared to kind of be an entrepreneur. Mm. So I continued taking photos and creating art, but I wasn't really working in the industry at that time. Mm. Uh, took me a while to get on my feet in that way. Um, and what else about me? Uh, I spend a lot of time in the woods. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what, um, like, like camping and stuff? Um, just like, I just like to get out of the city and go to the woods and I go camping, I go hiking, walking, wandering, swimming. So, so are you gonna at a point in your life have like a place, a house in the woods? Or? I would love to. That's the dream is to wow. have like a cabin in the woods that's very isolated that I go to and just oh, you won't leave there. You only go there. I would like to have that as a place to go. Yeah, because well, I not... still like with my field of work. Obviously, I need to be in the city. I need to have access to um, social networks to do what I do. Yeah. So, uh, it's important for me to be here and also though it's important to me to kind of get away yeah from the city so with um you know it's so that's the trick for how getting those amazing locations you get for your you just wonder oh this place <laughs> looks nice to shoot at yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah you know i swear to god i thought it was on a map i was <laughs> <laughs> well i mean a lot of people do it that way and you can google you know places to go in nova scotia this is a yeah, but, but, but it's actually okay. See, what I'm saying is when you do all those, you're out in the forest, like you yeah. take amazing photos. But those out in the forest places, they always look like they're made, but it's real, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, and that, that's something you can't find. Like, you have to actually be there for yourself, you, you can't there. see it. And so, yeah. okay, oh, I have to hike. Oh my god, I don't like you hiking. Should. Well, I mean, you don't have to go hiking, but you can't. See those places if you don't go hiking. I don't. I don't think. So. I guess so. <laughs> so yeah, Small you were saying maybe. Um, yeah, so that's what I, I like to do in my free time. Um, I'm also a barista, so I'm usually always working at some coffee shop around the Wait, city. Do you do those uh, things? Um, I try my. What do they call best. them? <laughs> what, what do they call them though? Latte art. No, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can, I can kind of do it. It's really hard. Honestly, oh, okay. when, if you have a barista that can do that stuff, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, it's very I, tricky. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they, they make flowers and they make they do. stuff. Yeah. Okay. That takes years of practice. Oh, shit. I didn't. Well, obviously it looks super difficult. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> Good. Next time I, I, I don't drink coffee though. <laughs> but I mean, I, it's nice to look at. I love coffee. Yeah, yes. do you drink coffee, Tyler? I do. Okay, yeah. what is what is it about coffee? Like, because are you one of those people that your day doesn't start until coffee gets in the system? 
I'm not like that. Oh, thank God. Are you? Oh, my that. God. <laughs> I'm like not a functioning human until you have me. I quit coffee once for a couple of weeks. It was huh? fine, but people were like, what is wrong with you? Oh. Because I was like, like my anxiety levels were down a little bit. Um, coffee doesn't give me crazy anxiety, but they, I felt a little bit more relaxed than usual. Mm. Um, but I was just. I was very apathetic compared to you. Like, I'm a very excited person and I get really passionate about things. And mm. when I wasn't drinking coffee, people would be like, yeah, you want to do that? And I'd just be like, cool. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't like amped up about life like I usually am. And oh. people found it strange and I found it strange. And I was like, this isn't fun. <laughs> so how did you figure out it was coffee though? Well, because I quit drinking it. For oh, two it was weeks. the one thing you yeah. left. Oh, okay, and okay. I quit drinking it for two weeks, and then I like my personality changed. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been drinking coffee? I've been drinking coffee since I was like fifteen. And you? Um, I didn't start until like twenty. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't like you know what the smell itself, right? So here's the thing, Monica, my wife, she loves coffee. I can't stand it, but she likes making it, right? So. There's this period of time in the house where oh, it's because it's, it's strong, the smell of coffee, and I bet you love it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I can't stand coffee. Oh, so, so, yeah, say, so, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> okay, so you do photos, you do. Um, and, I do photos, I hang out with trees, I drink a lot of coffee, and. Um, and you guys are together now. Are. I remember when, um, <laughs> I remember seeing the photo of you two. Uh, I think it was for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Mm. He was sitting and you were standing. Like, you guys need to make a fucking big giant <laughs> thing. And just... I would like to get that one printed. Yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah you see? Yeah. That yeah. photo is... Who took... Oh, you know... I took it. Of course she took it. <laughs> I, you know, one question I always want to ask you that I forget every time yeah. to see is... <clears throat> you take all these amazing photos of people. When you want to take photos of yourself, what do you do? That's one question that's always come up so when i knew i was gonna have you guys i was gonna say oh cool who took that photo well obviously yeah i do uh, i've so i've done self-portraiture for many many years that was like when i first started taking pictures um i was like maybe 15 i want to say or maybe even younger 13 mm. i found my dad's old film camera in my house and i was like dad i want you to teach me to use this camera so he taught me and it was learning to i don't have you ever shot with film yeah, it's not fun. I love it. <laughs> the thing Why isn't is, it fun? Because you don't know if you got it, right? That's what's great about it. Fun about it. <laughs> no, that's but not great. But also- most of the most of the time, once you get used to it, that's what the challenge is about. But mm. it came that came very naturally to me. Like when I was a teenager, like my first roll of film came everything out with everything. Every out. photo was bang on, and God I was like, damn it. "You know, you know." Um, the- I was like, "I love this. This is so fun for me." Do you know they remade like the Polaroid? Have you seen those? Like the like it's not the Polaroid, Polaroid. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. yeah, yeah, those things. Have you seen? Have you have you used any of those things? Um, no. No, yeah, obviously you won't use it. But like, I think it's the made it for. Oh, I pe- would. I love throwaway cameras. I have one. Throw, go get a throwaway camera. Shoot with that. Like the pictures are so weird. They always come out exposed wrong. <laughs> I know. Use the flash on it. Take it, to the, <laughs> take, it, take it to the bar with you and take photos of your friends with your throwaway camera. And they come out so funny. <laughs> and, and, and the thing, um, so, so there's a pink one, right? I got, well, I, there's a pink one and then they made a selfie thing. It's just a little, little mirror, right? In front of the camera. So you hold it and kind of see, oh, I'm in the photo or whatever. You can kind of see what it is. 
Uh, let's just say it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the cool thing about that camera is it comes out, right? So you print, yeah, you, you take it in there. Oh, fuck. I'm not I doing love it. that. <laughs> you should try it. I like images in, in, in photography in any of its forms. I I love. It's just, it's there's no, like, I'm not someone who's really into gear. Mm. Um, I'm not a photographer who has, like, a big kit with all of these different lenses. And, like, I'm just, like, I just need the basics. And it's it's more about the creative process for me than it is about the technology Mm. um and as the technology changes you adapt to it but the old technology to me is still really valuable and why did you guys decide to take that photo though um why did you just i wanted to take it because i like to capture different times in my life and Mm. i wanted to capture tyler and i at that time in our lives so that we could what was that, your house? That's at my house, yeah. Um, and we were just hanging out. And we had time, and I said, let's take a photo. So, <clears throat> how many shots did he take? Mm, probably 20. Mm. What was the process, though? Um, so, I just set it up on a tripod, and I use a remote. Um, I have done self-portraiture with, like, a timer as well, but that's really frustrating to get the focus correct Mm. um when you're by yourself uh so yeah a remote's really good because then it the autofocus still functions Uh yeah anyway yeah that's a really really nice photo i was like i remember seeing that picture because the last time i saw you in person before i saw that photo you were you were out of you were leaving the city for a while i was like oh no because i remember we met at the halifax social network thing in the game place i can't remember like in queen pool mm-hmm. uh and i remember saying oh you know i have to podcast you should totally come on and we're like oh yeah i'd love to but guess what i'm yeah. gone i think it was like the <laughs> next day or something yeah i went to the i just went to cape breton for four months to the woods oh wait you i didn't... had to leave a lot i i was home and i could only stand it for like one and a half weeks at a time i was um at my family home which is like down two dirt roads, not just one, but <laughs> several dirt roads into the forest. Mm. Um, really spotty cell service. The Wi-Fi goes down every few days. Like if it snows, there's no Wi-Fi. Oh. Um, and no neighbors. And you're just like out there. Wait, with... did you grow up there, like in this house? Um, I grew up in in Bedeck and then Dartmouth. Where's and then Bedeck? Back to Bedeck again. Um, no, where's Bedeck? In Cape Breton. Oh, oh, oh. No, yeah. I'm, I'm asking this house you're talking about. Yeah. Did you grow up in this house? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, this is a, a place where my family's moved in the last few years. Oh, okay, so. okay, okay, okay. Um, but it's great to get away and go there. But then I would Except be like, no I Wi-Fi. need to see young people. Like, I, just, <laughs> I would be like, <laughs> I would just be like, I can't handle this. Like, there's two neighbors. They're both like very sweet older women. But it's just like, I just need to talk to people yeah, my okay. own age. So I would, I would come to Halifax and I did some traveling as well. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you would... Ah, people with nice Instagram stories, man. That's why I don't have any Instagram story. Because I'm like, what am I even going to show? I remember. I feel that way too. No, 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 no. Because I remember um, you, you, oh yeah, actually you traveled with um, Kayla. Yeah. Yeah, you guys went to Montreal. Yeah, Yeah. how was that? It was beautiful. That was my first time going to Montreal. And it's, I, as soon as I got back, I was like, I'm leaving, I'm moving. (laughs) To Montreal? Goodbye, Halifax. <laughs> I'm not coming back. 
Uh, and, and then, then I how... went to the social network. Yeah. And everyone was super nice. And I was like, oh, I love Halifax. <laughs> 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 I'm not leaving. <laughs> and then, how did you guys meet? We met. Well, we knew of each other. Yeah. On Instagram. We followed each other online for a few years. Yeah. Mm. And everybody follows you. What are, actually, everybody follows you too. So it's kind of like <laughs> if you live in the city and you do anything online, you follow the two of yourself. So. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, we knew of each other on Instagram. Yeah, and we were both single. Yeah, and on Tinder. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's the girl from Instagram that takes <laughs> awesome photos. And I probably sent like a weird opener. Oh my god! I don't think I don't think that's even possible. Cause you I have think a way. I did. With... Yeah, you did. What was it a stupid? Oh my what was god! It? I forget. I forget what it was. Where are you? Uh, oh, uh, it's kind of weird to say. So yeah, I said, "Where are you?" And that's where it all started. Oh, okay. And we went on a date, and I was like, "She's amazing." Yeah. Like our brains are so similar. Yeah. But she's more enthusiastic and I'm like the really chill one. Yeah. So it balances out too, I think. Yeah. 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 yeah I agree. And, and I don't know. So at that, uh, you've, you've, I mean, apart from the photos things, you've had some experiences like that are not nice relationship wise, you know? Sure, yeah. And I remember, I remember talking to you at our meeting and you said, oh no, you know, you want her to take some time off and chill. But then how do you realize on his own, it's like you guys are on the wavelength, but how was it like for you? Um, like entering into a new relationship? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I went to Cape Breton and I kind of just like spent four months. 2018 was a tough year, so I needed to go relax. You had to um, make it money in your house. I No, I had, um, I had someone break into yeah, my house. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, 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 I woke up at... Um, Four in the morning to a sound. Yeah, I broke up. into your house. I was naked. <laughs> oh yeah, it was and a flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got out of bed and I walk into my living room and there's a man standing in my living room. Yeah, that um, was fuck. That was scary. So I got a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> um, and confronted this person, which is maybe not the smartest thing to do, but that was my instinct. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent fight zero flight mm. and <laughs> uh it turned out it was just like a 19 year old kid um and as soon as i saw this kid i was like i was still a, like i was still on guard but i was like oh this person is in a really bad place mm. and i didn't feel really all that afraid like i felt like this person is way more a victim in this situation than i am mm. just reading the situation um and so i talked to this kid for a while and um i think he was coming to steal money but he climbed through my window like took mm. out the screen um and eventually he started we, we talked for a while and i just started asking him about himself and he just broke down into tears in my living room and was like i would have never hurt you you must be so scared of me and he was so he was just so sad and I just like it was hard for me not to be like, do you want a cup of tea? Because like, because <laughs> that's just. But I'm like, I was like, okay, you have to draw a line and like tell him to leave. Yeah. But <laughs> so so, and then um, that's just one of the not so good a crazy things. Experience. Exactly. Yeah, really that was one of the not so great things that happened to yeah. you in 2018, and then 
Yeah. Then this happened. Yeah. So then I went away for four months and I, it, like we went on our first date. Our first date was the best first date of life. Yeah, um, that's amazing. What yeah, did you guys amazing. do? We spontaneously got tattoos. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> we were just like having a coffee and like, do you want to go get tattoos? Like, yeah. They okay. don't match, but we went and got tattoos. And then yeah. we were dancing and it was really fun. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was a blast. And then for a couple of weeks, I was like, yeah, I don't think I can see him again. That was too was much too fun good. and i don't yeah. want to ruin it I, like, yeah. I just want to have that nice memory and i don't want it to get ruined why do people have that thing why do people do that yeah i think it's because people are afraid of um the hurt that comes along with loving loving mm. is not an easy thing to do yeah it's a very vulnerable thing to do yeah um it's probably the most vulnerable thing that we do as human beings yeah. is love one another and so i think that oftentimes we we run from it unconsciously just because we we know the risk associated with it mm. and it is a risk i mean but on the other hand i think you know when you have but someone like this way out. exactly yeah, the benefits right, outweigh right, the right, risks right, right, obviously right. so i was like fuck that <laughs> <laughs> This is gonna be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I feel I, I understand the whole. The, it's scary, right? But yeah. at the same time, you even if it's two months, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it's ten years, it's not about all the like the duration, how long it lasts. It's in that time you guys were together. I swear to God, there are people that have been together for thirty years, and like, it's not that they don't love each other; they're just okay, you know. Yeah, and. I don't expect everyone to have this intense love web, but you know, when you get that, yeah. oh my God, right? Like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it's, 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 it's it, you know what? It's what it's all the heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, coffee, but yes, yes, I agree. I agree. I mean, I do. Because I, I just feel, you know, when it comes to love, man, you just dive in, you know? Yeah. The, the person doesn't, it doesn't, the person doesn't have to love you as much as you love them. It's great if they do. If they love you more, that's even better. <laughs> but it's great if you, you know, you meet each other at the same plane where you just get each other, you know? And I remember I remember talking to him and it's like, I'm talking to a calmer version of you. That, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I remember so talking cool. to him. I'm like, oh, okay, I see it now. I, yeah. I get it. I get it. I, yeah. It makes sense. Because, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> listen to what you just said a couple of minutes ago. Someone, you wake up at three in the morning, whatever time, and you see this person in your house. They are not supposed to be there for whatever reason. And the process of it is, do you want a cup of tea? That's what was in your That's mind. What I wanted to do. That's who he is. Because I was talking to this person and he's dealt with things, right? And he's handling things daily, but... All he's doing is about, okay, how am I going to help that next person experience it better day to day? I remember um, seeing the post about him and Verena, right? There yeah, go, right. Um, about um, doing the toxic masculinity thing. And, and <clears throat> these are things that we need that we don't talk about, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know? But um, you went ahead and did that. 
in such an amazing space and you made it like you held space for what like 15 people so once i was talking to this one i was like oh, okay i get it now he makes sense and they are two beautiful people so it's, so it's cool <laughs> <laughs> but yeah let's talk about toxic masculinity i remember that talk you know it was amazing i, I learned so much but for me what i want to ask now is why did you decide to bring that to the fore because you know people kind of know you for m- mental health and things yeah. but yeah i think um it's just I'm always looking for ways to help people be better and help myself be better. Like the whole process of me even doing talks on toxic masculinity, it's me realizing that I dealt with it and still have certain things that I want to work on. Um, But I just choose to do it in front of people and say, hey, look, I'm figuring these things out. Let's work on this. Um, And also just when I see things, and I think this is why Kylie and I um, go so good together. Because we both, if we see something wrong, we want to make it better. Mm. Um, And I've always been that way. So me having a lot of friends that are women telling me all of these different stories and things that they've been through. Um, it, it got me to think about myself mm. and I had to look at myself and think about the terrible ways that I was acting in the past. And I was thinking, Oh, are there still things that I still live with that are toxic? And mm. the answer was yes. And Instead of running away from that, I chose to be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try and work on this. And around me figuring all this stuff out is when I met Kylie. And so it was like, oh, I'm just working to become a better man, a better human. Mm. And at the same time, hopefully I can be an amazing like partner in a relationship because I've had times in the past where I wasn't the greatest and the people that I weren't weren't the greatest either but but I don't like to point my fingers at people and I just want to think about what I could have done differently and so even in this relationship I'm like okay those things that I did that were messed up I have to check myself and make sure that I do the right thing this time Mm. yeah and I think a lot of men need to do that. Just check yourself. Um, and it's not like a, oh, yeah, we did all this bad shit and we're bad for being men. Mm. It's just, don't we all want to be good humans and you know? treat people well? Yeah. yeah. I remember at that talk, two of the things that really stood out for me was talking about the Gillette ad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the room just went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other one was talking about, oh, fuck, I had it in my mind now. But, you know, you said, but it's, it's the Gillette ad really stood out for me. Okay. Um, and I'm thinking, <clears throat> there is toxic masculinity, and we deal with it daily. And um, especially if you are identify as female, you know, you kind of get it pretty much every day being on Instagram where pretty much anybody can say whatever they want to do or whatever they want to do to you. And my question to you, Kylie, is how do you 
navigate that. How do you handle? I don't even want to see your DMs. <laughs> um, I but, don't either. Because I would be fighting everyone. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a, a long list of. I mean, I've definitely had some frustrating experiences online, mm. uh, for sure, but. Not so much with DMs. Um, I think I... Apparently, I give off a very no-nonsense vibe. Like, don't... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. Um, but I I do struggle, like, as a female artist. Um, mm. And creating self-portraits. Um, and creating portraits of women. I, I think about that a lot. And it's really affected my relationship to my work actually like since instagram has come out and since i'm uploading content because photographs of women get way more likes and Mm. way more content and photographs of myself get even more again and it's just like i could spend so much time creating something that meant so much to me Mm. creatively um and Sometimes it feels like if there's not a woman's body in the photo, people are less drawn to it and less interested. And I, not that there's anything, like, I want to encourage women to post whatever they want um, and artists to post whatever they want. There's nothing wrong with capturing the beauty of the female form, but it's also like we do need to kind of look at and look at your own behavior online too. Like what are you liking and what content are you investing in? Because ultimately when you like something, mm. you're investing in the success of that artist and the success of whatever that is. So I try to be conscious when I'm scrolling to like stop and look at things and, and read things and actually try to absorb the message that's behind the content and behind whatever. Like there's just that little – you see this little image that pops up. And it's easy to just scroll, scroll, scroll and like, you know, like a few things and then leave. But it's like people, a lot of artists are posting with intention. Mm. That is very meaningful. And unfortunately, the app isn't really designed to um, showcase artwork in a way that makes people stop and be like, wow, this is cool. Uh, It's more designed to make you scroll and consume more and more and more content. Um, so, yeah, that's my thoughts on that. It's challenging as a female photographer um, for those reasons sometimes. Are you guys going to work on something together? Yeah. Do what? Work on something together. Oh, of course. Yeah, we have to. Uh, okay, so what is it going to be called? I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Oh, you guys <laughs> haven't talked about it yet. We've talked about lots of things, <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah. Um, well, he does video and I do photo, obviously. Mm. But I, I definitely will take some portraits once the weather gets nice. It's nice today. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah, but it's still like muddy and. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Fair enough. I think we can make something very meaningful. That yeah. That can make people feel things. Yeah. Because I think that's what we both mm. really want to do. You know, and that's the thing when, it, when a positive influence comes together. You know what? Uh, there are people that sell positive attracts. Uh, maybe it does. But my, my thing is, when you're with someone, their core 
values if you guys aren't on the same page it's just not gonna work and you guys yeah. are right on the same page so yeah. whenever i decide to create something i want i can't wait to see what you guys will create because it's gonna be mind-blowing um and, I, and, and one thing one question i also want to ask was what's your process when you want to prepare for your talks because Oh, those things are crazy. <laughs> I, I had a bunch of, like, I, I was asked to do a talk and every, I knew maybe like 90% of the people in the room are still like, oh, yeah, by the way, you know. And I prepared for this thing for weeks and weeks and weeks and now I'm bombing here. So, tips, tips, because I watch your videos and I'm like, how the fuck does he do that? And I remember <laughs> you saying that you don't even, like, have scripts or stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't use the script i um but i will write down a lot <laughs> before i do it um and type things up and just absorb the content that i'm gonna start talking about um and i like to make it less about the words that i'm using and more about the energy like the intention behind it um, mm. because it's scary getting in front of that many okay. people. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was just me. <laughs> oh, it's scary. It's scary. And you can you can you can just forget everything <laughs> that you're going to say. And I think knowing that is an an advantage. Oh. So I use that and I'm like, I'm gonna forget this stuff. So I have to basically just have it in me. So when I do forget, I'm just like how do I really feel about this? Ah. And I'm just speaking my truth when I'm in front of everyone. But doesn't that make you feel even more vulnerable? That like, I mean, just being in front, talking about, especially the topics you talk about, because mm-hmm. you most of the examples you use yourself, right? Yeah. Uh, so you're already making yourself vulnerable, then getting one step further. Doesn't that make you even more vulnerable? It does. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it really does. And I... um. And it can be uncomfortable, yeah. But just the feeling that I get afterwards, it's beautiful because it's one thing writing something up and just like reciting this thing that mm. isn't from the heart, and then people being like, "Oh, I love that." But it's a whole another thing when it's coming from your heart and it's really you, and people mm. are like, "I love that." It's like, "Oh, I'm good enough," and people love what I really have to share. Mm. Yeah do you guys self-reflect i mean you take photos of yourself so obviously yeah yeah self-portraiture is definitely an exercise in self-reflection yeah Yeah. i don't think i take a picture of myself why not i don't know i mean i do with my phone but like actually would do it i think there's a there's a different not nothing wrong with taking a picture on a photo because we all do but when you sit down with intent you know, yeah. it's intense. Again, like, the reason behind why you're doing these things, you're you are going to this place, you're taking yeah. this journey. Whew. Yeah, my self-portraitures are definitely all very intentional. Mm. Um, the odd time, I'll take one just because. But if I'm posting an image of myself, usually it's because I'm using photography to process my own experiences and feelings mm. and... And it's really cool to look back at those in the end. But it feels like um, the experience for me of self-portraiture is, is very much so like an act of self-care. Mm. Um, it's good for my mental health. Oh, okay. um, It allows me to put whatever it is that I'm carrying outside mm. of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's whether that's 
through talking to another person or um, taking photos, you're still kind of taking whatever it is that you're feeling and you're, you're putting it externally. So it's really good for you. So you can say the two of you just... It's like I'm talking to the other person. I'm talking to the other person. I'm sure if I ask him the <laughs> other question, he's he just she, she does it with photos. I would say the same he thing. he does it with yeah. speech and film and mm. helping people get better. And, and you uh, actually let's talk about the coast because you shot so many things for them. I do work with them. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Kylie. Oh my gosh, she did it again. And <laughs> well, how do you decide? When you know, I don't. I don't think they give you a brief, right? They just say go and snap this person. So how do you decide what you're shooting when you meet the person? Um. Well, I mean, after taking, it's something that you get better at with practice, basically, mm. uh, like anything and any art form. Um, when I'm going to photograph somebody or take a portrait, and I don't know where I'm going to, which is often the case. I've never been there before. Sometimes I'll go location scout and plan it beforehand mm. um, if I feel that the job requires that. But otherwise, I just go and I see... Usually, I'm looking for the best light. Mm. Usually, I'm looking for um, symmetry. Like, in so if there's, like, a lot of chaos in the background or something, that's, gonna, that's not going to look great. So I'll try to keep, like, symmetry with the lines of the room, um, good lighting, good colors, or I, I either, like nothing too busy mm. i guess so it's mainly just like light and lines that's what it comes down to lnl okay light and lines yeah cool. and that's kind of what they taught you in photo school too if you go to photo school they're just like light and lines like just <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i had a teacher at a t-shirt that said i love lines oh, okay. <laughs> he was talking about photos oh. yeah hmm. yeah it's true because you know they talk about lines mm. a lot and pretty much yeah, you're and right. film as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, it's you know how you frame it and yeah. those lines and yeah. Oh, it's cool though when you get it right. It sure is. <laughs> and you try to get it right every yeah. time. Um, so you guys, okay, moving forward now. Um, I'm well. This is to both of you, so I'm gonna end it with this question. Uh, you do photos, you do all these things you do, and then you still have time to go to the forest, right? And mm -hmm. then you do your talks <laughs> and all that stuff. And then how do you make the time for this? It's pretty easy. Yeah, it's really easy. <laughs> ah, fuck, yes. Okay, well, I'm going to ask another question then. But anyway, so yeah, let's, hear, <laughs> let's, let's hear your very easy stuff. Um, It's just like uh, we usually we're compatible as a couple in the sense that we have very similar needs. So we often, we both need time to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's not a big deal if Ty says, yeah, I'm going to spend the day alone and like, and I'm not going to be like <laughs> drama. Uh, and I might do the same thing, but yeah, we like to spend a similar amount of time together. Yeah. It's not hard. It's really easy. Like, yeah. Um, and that's how it should be. That's you really know, right? Be. Right? Yeah. Right? You know, and that's what I, that's all what I always come down to when you say opposites attracts. It's like, fuck that. If you guys share something <laughs> in common, if you have like those core things, yeah. like, it, it just flows, man. Yeah. Okay, you and guys. It's, it's, it flows and, and time is, you said something earlier about whether you're together for 30 years or one year. It's not about, like, if you're really in love. It feels like We've been together for 30 years. Yeah, like, I would really just be like, I don't know how long we've been dating. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and 
it's just like every time we hang out, it's quality time. Yeah. Um, Very present. Yeah. Wow. Okay. No, it's very. That, it's a grounding experience. I, I, you know, I had a, my head. I was like, I was gonna. I my last question is gonna. You guys were gonna. Okay. So I have to have <laughs> think of a better last question. And it's just um, advice, really. Uh, so it's not gonna be a question. I'll be cooler. So, what advice would you give to someone that wants to embrace that vulnerability that you guys do? Embrace being vulnerable. Oh, okay. Um, I think I would say just take time to learn about yourself and be curious about yourself um, and be real with yourself Um, those are things that make me pretty vulnerable I'm really honest with myself if I know that I'm doing something wrong um, I'll look at it and think okay how can I fix this I'm messing up right now mm. and there's a power in that there's a power in being humble enough to know when you're messing up and you need to do something different and also a power in opening up to people um, people that you can trust, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because this world can be lonely. It can be very lonely. And mm. I've been very lonely before. And I've been at my loneliest when there were a ton of people around me, but I wasn't telling people how I was feeling. Mm. Um, but now I don't feel lonely at all because I have amazing people around me, like my brothers, Kylie, who will listen to me and I can be vulnerable with them. I can tell them how I'm feeling mm. without feeling like I'm being judged. Okay. Yeah. Top that. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I thought you were going to say this actually, but I would say a really big theme in my life for the last like year to two years has been acceptance. Mm. So you can do everything that Ty just said, but you you need to go into the experience of being open with acceptance towards yourself mm. and also acceptance towards others. Um, and especially with regard to loving, um, loving yourself, loving your family, loving your partner. Um, you need to you need to be comfortable with the full range of someone's humanity Mm. and your own. Mm. And that means the good and the bad things, the, the vulnerable things, the weak things, the things we're ashamed of. Um, when we can put down our need to have control and to be something perfect and, almost inhuman. Like we all want to be the best version of ourselves all the time. And that's really impossible. Impossible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and we end up putting too much pressure on ourselves. Um, and I think that acceptance, if we, if we go into things saying, I'm going to accept this, or I'm going to try to accept this, everything becomes a lot easier and your relationships and your life starts falling into place. 
Thank you very much for you guys yeah. coming in. I, I, and when you guys build that stuff together, I would like to have you back to talk about it. Yeah? Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll get to building something soon, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very grateful that you guys came here. Thank you so, so much. Thank, Thank you. you. This is the Blackout Podcast. listening.